0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are so glad that you've taken this time to join us today and hang out with us for our midweek Mind Candy episode. We have such a great time having these conversations and really deep diving into the importance of communication and how we communicate with each other. I am Stacey Johnston and honored to be here with my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today?
1: I am doing fantastic, watching the butterflies and
0: counting my blessings how are you I I am doing equally as well blessed in in so many different ways so Cass we've I've gotten to say more than once about how much I love these conversations and what they do for my mind and for my thought process and for the week ahead of me as I lay out these challenges what what's the best thing about this for you what's in it for you
1: I really like that it just kind of opens your mind to a different perspective. You know, everybody that we've talked to has had a a different definition, a different road that it takes them. So I think it's just giving people an opportunity to kind of look at it from a different point of view, and I think it's pretty cool.
0: I like it. It's It's really highlighted for me how important it is, the words that we pick, and how we utilize them. And even down to tone inflection and, and voice when you use a specific word and it's such a different meaning just by the way you speak it. And so it's been really educational, I think, as well for me to help me learn to, to manage my own communication and be more aware, right, of the words that I use and, and the things that I say and other people's perception. Have you noticed that yeah. you could be having a conversation about a word and you've got a, a total mindset on what this word means and and you think that you're on the same page and when it comes to the other time – have a completely different concept of that word. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Different different feelings are attached to it. Different definitions, different concepts. So yeah, it's it's, it's super it's super cool from my perspective because I get to see you know how everybody else views these character traits because I think it also opens up room for expectation, Mm. you know, because it's something that people don't talk about a whole lot. So, you know, I mean, they go over character attributes when you're a kid, but when you're an adult, they mean something completely different. So I think it kind of opens up for
0: expectation versus reality, maybe. Hmm. I like that thought. I haven't thought of it like that. I like that. So let's, let's get this show on the road. Let's bring in our guest. We are honored today to have a guest with us. We've been honored in the past to have her join us as a, an interviewee on our Uncaped Heroes episode. And she just has this amazing program, and she allows this beautiful space for people to come and, and recover and to get better and to move forward with their lives. So I'm so excited to bring her into this conversation with us and let her share her take. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present Dr. Debbie Silver. How are you today, ma'am?
2: I'm um, great. Thank you so much. Looking forward to our conversation again.
0: Uh, again. Uh, yes, you were into a delightful conversation the first time. I know this one is going to be great. So, Deb, today we're going to have a conversation about the word able. Mm-hmm. So when you hear that word, when you hear the word able, what is, what's your definition? What comes to your mind
2: if you're going to define that word to someone? You know, I would say, you know, we help people heal from betrayal physically, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. And it, it takes a tremendous willingness. So when I hear the word able, to me, that's like, that's the first step. That's almost like the key in the ignition uh, that says, okay, you know what? I've, I'm I'm moving past all of my limiting beliefs, all of the reasons why I don't have to do this hard work. I'm I'm making a decision to to take this on something I never thought I'd have to deal with. I never thought I'd have to face. I never thought I'd have to move through, and uh, and and bring it because I'm ready. I, I just feel like that is such a crucial first step to the, the healing process which leads to transformation. Mm. That's beautiful.
0: What a great way to look at it, right, for somebody to finally say, hey, I think I'm finally able to do that. I'm able to own that. That's a beautiful connotation of that word. Kathy, what do you think of when you hear the word able?
1: I think of there being no limit. You know, if you have the ability to think and you have the ability to move and you have the ability to, you know, do the things that you want to do, I believe that there are no limits. So when I hear the word able, the first thing that comes to mind is what you can do. You
0: know, Amen. so, yeah. I think, of, you know, I've, you been, know been, I've been, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, it just reminds me of, Forward moving.
0: Mm. I like forward moving. You know, I think able. I think it's become something different for me just recently as I watch the transition into this end of life journey that my mom and my stepdad are on. And she she's had a stroke, and there were so many things that she could do, and she's she's a very gifted lady, and now she's very stuck. She feels unable to do so many things, and so we have so many conversations with her about, but, Mom, what are you able to do, right? What can you still do? And so I think able, again, to her, it, it, it's the end of what she can still manage and still hold on to what she's able to do. I think when I look at myself in my life and I think about the word able, I think about that challenge that I put out. When I look at a situation, if I tell myself, can I do that? then I've given myself a 50-50 shot of already not succeeding because I doubt my ability. But if I look at that same situation and go, how can I do that? Then it opens up a very different chemistry even in my brain and my body takes it as a challenge. And I begin to look at all the things I'm able to do to manage it versus what I can't do. And, and so I think able, uh, part of it is, is self-awareness. What are, your, what are you able to do? and what do you want? So, Deb, Cassie, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think uh, so often there are situations in life where we we just you sort of cr- cross our arms over our chest and we're going you know, to say that's it. Nope, not doing it. Not going there. I'm unwilling. I'm resistant. And unfortunately, it keeps us. We think it keeps us safe. It also keeps us small, it keeps us stuck. Very often it keeps us sick. So I look at Mm. um, able as, I I, I don't wanna stay as that small, limited
0: self.
1: Mm. I think that's That's the one thing that is missing from, and you nailed it, you have to be willing to be able. You know, just because you're able doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. If you're able to do it, that's great, but are you willing to do what you're able to do to move your life to the necessary place?
2: Exactly. I
1: think think people have to be willing to
0: utilize their ability. So what I'm hearing from both of you is that there has to be that willing and able almost have to go together. Would you say? Yes.
2: Yeah, I think Absolutely. the uh, the willingness uh, it, 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 it's you you know when you feel am I am I able to do this that that's sort of the awareness and then the willingness is the questioning that allows you then to say okay so I'm willing I'm able and now let's go. Hmm. I like that.
0: I like that. I, I know that you know if you were talking to my grandparents they would go oh he's a willing and able body. Right in those words that willing and able were so together within conversation about about work ethic, about about that strive, about getting the yard whatever it was. Oh yeah, he's willing and able. And so I agree, it's it's fun to hear those two things that you both across even generations we believe that those two words come together. I think any of so, the
1: problem is fear. You know.
0: That was yeah. my next question. So go with that, Kathy.
1: <laughs> I think people are afraid to utilize their abilities i think they're afraid to see their full potential and maybe it's a subconscious fear but i think that fear has a huge part to play in it you know and fear doesn't stop death it stops life and so if you mm-hmm. spend all of your time scared you're going to miss out on all of the beautiful things that you are able to do and able to see
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah, fear is. How do you feel it, about that concept of fear coming in?
2: I think fear stops so many things fear of you know, failure, fear of success, fear of change, fear of the unknown. Uh, there are so many different types of fear, but that is, if there's any sort of resistance, there's fear behind it.
1: I agree. People are scared of what they don't understand,
0: what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that I've spent several... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt anybody. I know that i spent several years in the adult and adolescent mental health field. And more than one of the clients that I worked with had been within that system a majority of their adult life. In one way or another, and as we would get to that place where you make those breakthroughs, right, and Debbie, you can relate to that when you get to that place where, you, where they get it and they get to move on to that next place. So many mm-hmm. times we would get to that moment of breakthrough and they would step back and go, oh, no, I can't. And we would end up having conversations about, are you afraid to get better? Because you're completely able, perfectly able to get better, but are you afraid to get better? And they go, well, what do you mean by that? And I go, well, then what would you do with your time? Mm-hmm. What would you do with your thought process if this isn't what you thought about?
2: And who would you be? You know, who would you be with if if all these changes happen? How does it affect those around you? What what expectations change? What's what's now expected of you? How are people looking at you, dealing with you, uh, managing you? I mean, this is I've I've been in business thirty years, and I remember. Uh, helping weight loss clients years ago, and they would sabotage their weight loss success because who would they be without, you know, without that protection? You know, who would they be if they started getting all that attention? Who would they be, you know, they, they had it all worked out with the weight on. And, and you may say you want something, and I really challenge everybody to say um, what's the reason why you wouldn't want it. Because it may seem like such a no-brainer. Well, of course I do. Yeah, but a lot of things change when that happens. So that's actually I did two TEDx talks. My first one, "Stop Sabotaging Yourself," was about that very thing.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, we saw it so many times, you know. And then and we get to and you take that word able and you turn it into ability, and it's in, it's empowering. You know, we we talk about communication and we talk about influence with people. And one of the statements that we make, that we build on is that if you have human connection with another person, then you have the ability to influence that connection in a positive or negative way. And, and so I think reinforcing and going back in, and helping people recognize where their abilities lie, right? I'm able to do something about that. I have the ability to influence or to change. It, it's, I think it's empowering that word to own ability and able. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Are you are you willing to be able?
0: <laughs> Back to that. Be willing yeah. to
1: utilize yourself, you know.
0: So if you were gonna take this word and you were gonna to talk to high schoolers about able about ability, what would your message be to the up and coming generation? Debbie, I'm gonna let you go first.
2: Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would really at, in, invite them to, to look at, if they were at their physical, mental, emotional best, their, their personal and professional best, coming from that space, who do they have to become? What do they have to do in order to live as that version of them? And what are they able and then willing to do to, to achieve that? Because I think so so often we just mindlessly go through life and we wonder why is it we don't have, you know, we're not really getting anywhere. And it's it's like if we we want to go to a beautiful destination, well, we buy a plane ticket to that destination. And so it's very uh, targeted and specific. And I think uh, questioning our ability to do something and our willingness to do it is that uh, great head start to then say, okay, now that I'm able and willing, um, what, do I, what do I want to do with that? So I can look back as that version of me who did all those wonderful things and achieved all those wonderful things and became that wonderful version of myself. What did I have to uh, – who did I have to be to do that?
0: Mm, I like that. What sound advice? Love it. Kathy, what would be your advice? What would be your explanation in them and their definition of able to that generation and that
2: population?
1: Don't spend so much time beating yourself up about the things that you're not good at. Focus on what you're good at. Focus on your abilities. Hone in on those abilities because you have no idea what kind of door that that might unlock for you. And there are so many things under the umbrella of a basic ability. So, Take some time and get to know yourself for who you are and what you're good at and go from there.